Poetry on Air with Sheboygan Poet Laureate Lisa Vijos. Hi, I'm Lisa Vijos, and this is Poetry on Air, a program of Mead Public Library in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, in which we explore poetry and the meaning, inspiration, and healing it brings to our lives. My guest today is Marilyn Zelke Windau. Marilyn is a poet. She was born in Chicago, and she lives now in Sheboygan Falls. She has a degree in art education from UW-Madison, and she taught art at all the different levels for many years. She's written poetry all her life, but she got serious about putting it out in the world about 12 years ago, and now she has four publications to her name. She and her husband have three daughters, three grandchildren, and she loves to travel. And she's a believer in the power of imagination. So, welcome, Marilyn. It's great to have you here. Thank you very much, Lisa. It's a wonderful opportunity. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I know you brought some poems that have been inspirational to you, which is what Mm -hmm. I always ask of my guests. So let's jump right in and have you share the first poem that you brought. Okay. Before I share that first poem, I have to tell you, I woke up at 4.30 this morning thinking about influences. Uh And some of the influences during my teenage years were musicians and song lyrics, because song lyrics are a lot like the story-type poems that I write. Yeah. So the Beatles Mm -hmm. and Laura Nyro and Joni Mitchell and Tom Paxton and Ian and Sylvia. Awesome. Two Canadians, two (laughs) U.S. people. Yeah. but the first selection that I'm going to read that's poetry mm-hmm. um, is influenced by my father. Okay. Who used to re- recite this to us kids when we were small. Wonderful. And it's from Longfellow's Evangeline. This is the forest primeval, the murmuring pines and the hemlocks, bearded with moss and in garments green, indistinct in the twilight. Stand like druids of eld, with voices sad and prophetic. Stand like harpers whore, with beards that rest on their bosoms. Loud from its rocky caverns, the deep-voiced neighboring ocean speaks, and in accents disconsolate answers the wail of the forest. It's so beautiful. So your dad would just burst into reciting these lines? My dad was a writer. He was a journalism major. He graduated from uh, University of Wisconsin-Madison years ago, um, journalism. It took him to Valparaiso, where he taught Mm -hmm. for a while, and he became secretary to a congressman, went to Washington, D.C., wrote press releases, wrote speeches for this man. Mm -hmm. So he... um, but he was he was born in the small town of Fremont, Wisconsin. He skated the Wolf River in the winter to a one-room schoolhouse. Oh, my gosh. And on Sundays, the small town would give recitations in their public park. And so that's where my dad went and did This is the Forest Primeval. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. So. And it's so, like, mysterious sounding. When you were a little child, did it? how did it make you feel? Did you think, oh, my dad is there, he's doing poetry again, or what, did it draw wanted, you in? I wanted to go to the forest preserve immediately. Yeah, <laughs> cool. That is, that's really, really neat. Um, well, you've had some other, you shared with me that there's some other important influences in your in your growth as a poet, and I think you have another poem like that to share. I do. 
And this poet, <clears throat> I didn't know was a poet for the longest time. <laughs> Her name was Ellen Court, and she was the first poet laureate of Wisconsin. I knew her as um, an art person because mm -hmm. um, I was the manager at the Appleton Gallery of Arts for several years, and she, I knew her as a, as an art person. She made dolls, and and she gave me her zucchini puff appetizer recipe. <laughs> well, it wasn't Fun. for a long time. Somebody said, oh, you know, we should take this writing class in Waukesha, and it's taught by Ellen Court. And I said, Ellen Court? How do you spell that? K. Oh, I said, Ellen Court? Well, she's the poet. Okay. Neat. So Ellen Court wrote this. And all the fathers harvesting. I see you in cornfields, sun filtering all its gold into seed stalks so full they glow like lanterns far into the night. I see you in cornfields running your hand over dark green leaves, loving such smoothness the way they bend and fold as though they could reach back into the dark tunnel they sprouted from. I see you down on your knees your hands pushing into black earth that is parched and cracked, as if you could dig deep enough to find water, water that runs through my veins. Through these drought years, I live without you. Mm. And Ellen... That's beautiful. Ellen said this. This is a quote from Ellen. Mm. You are a part of my heart and a part of my story. We are connected forever when she taught, she said, you need to spill. You need to let go of what's within you and share it. And she's the reason I'm a published poet, because in this workshop, she said, Marilyn, get the stuff out of the drawer and send it somewhere. Yeah. And that's what I did 12 years ago. Because you'd been writing poetry for a long time, I've been right? writing since I was 13 in, in yeah. the bathtub, in the bathroom, where nobody would disturb you, with yes. my pillow and my pad of paper in the dry <laughs> bathtub. <laughs> When she passed away, um, I wrote this okay. about Ellen. Okay. Ellen, my spirit is sore, yet soaring, from spilling word tears and surprise joys, poem memories of your stories and your wish for mine. Beautiful. That's my Ellen. Yeah, she's she was inspiring to me. I mean, she's she inspired a lot of Wisconsin poets, I think. And like you say, she really encouraged people to get their words out, you know, mm -hmm. through that spilling process. I mean, she literally mm -hmm. described it that way, right? You'd sit and you would just write, 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 right. write, and then find the nuggets and mm -hmm. build on those. And that poetry is a connector. It, exactly. It, it's, it's a link. It links us together. It does. She was very skilled at that. Oh, boy. So who else did you bring to share well, I brought Billy Collins mm -hmm. because I love Billy. he's funny. <laughs> he's he's funny. very down to earth. He writes about odd things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he does desktop things and just. Yeah. He, and he also is a name dropper. He'll drop in like a philosopher's name or some. It's like it makes you want to go look it up and and learn more. Yeah. So um, I like that about him. But I like his humor. And um, I'm going to read this poem called Today. It's from his book called Aimless Love. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that when this show airs, it's a wonderful today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if ever there were a spring day so perfect, so uplifted by a warm, intermittent breeze that made you want to throw open all the windows in the house and unlatch the door to the canary's cage, indeed, rip the little door from its jam, a day when the cool brick paths 
and the garden-sprouting tulips seemed so etched in sunlight that you felt like taking a hammer to the glass paperweight on the living room end table, releasing the inhabitants from their snow-covered cottage so they could walk out, holding hands and squinting into this larger dome of blue and white. Well, today is just that kind of day. <laughs> A beautiful like spring it. day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, and as I hear, listen to you read Billy Collins, you know, I mean, I'm very familiar with your own poetry, Marilyn, and I hear how you would be inspired by him. I mean, you have that kind of humor, you have humor in your poems, and so, you like to tell stories. I do. I do. So that's, that's very cool. You're listening to Poetry on Air. I'm Lisa Vihos, and my guest today is poet Marilyn Zilke Window. So now that we've heard some of where your inspiration comes from, let's hear some of your own work. What did you bring? Okay, well, I brought several poems um, from a few different of my books. Mm -hmm. This first one that I'm going to read is from my book called Momentary Ordinary. Um, And it's the second book that was published. And the poem I'm going to read is called Bird Mother. Bird Mother. You're angry. I know. You built your house here. You liked the quiet of the neighborhood. No one out and about. It seemed like a nice place to move in. A nice place to raise children. That was when it was 40 degrees and threatening snow. You must have taken an early flight north. I hung the spring-flowered wreath on the side porch, the north side, where the thermometer is. I was hopeful. Channel 12 News kept saying, Chance of snow. You thought the wreath was inviting. You brought your own decor to it, mud, twigs, and best of all, a length of white, curlable gift ribbon. You're quite the weaver, I'm impressed. It's not overshot or twill or even tabby. It's more like lace weave, given the white, curlable gift ribbon. Now that there are three blue eggs in your house, you think you own the neighborhood. I'm a mother, too. I understand protection. I understand warmth and hovering. I know you have a job to do. Your work is cut out for you, night and day, sitting, except for a few excursions out to eat. I have a job to do, too. The hostas at the foot of the porch need weeding and mulch. I can't help it. I have to be here. I have to do it. You can chirp all you want. Take a break. Go out to eat early. I'll be out of here soon. I'm not touching those eggs. I'm not walking the porch. I'm not even looking you in the eye. Except slyly. Peripherally. Get used to it. I'm going to be out here. I'm going to be around. Think of me as Grandma. I'll tell them stories while they're waiting for worms. While they're waiting to fly. I love it. That's from Momentary You and the mother bird. Yeah. (laughs) Bonding. Yeah. Did the bird uh, let you stay? Um, yeah, she'd fly away and, you know, and then she'd come back and she'd give me the eye, you know, the evil right. eye, but 
it was okay. Cool. We got along. This next poem is um, from uh, my first book, which is called Adventures in Paradise. And it's um, a book that's a lot about the ocean. Mm. I love the I love the sea. Um, Lake Michigan being my first sea because I couldn't see across it. <laughs> so this poem is called Tai Chi Practitioners. Waves breathe in, breathe out. They open, extend. They push their power forward in blue, reaching. Then shift their weight to pull back. Repeated again and again. Their flow in sustained movement lulls the sea balances the forces without to within. Beautiful. This next poem that I'm going to read is about a dog. <clears throat> my my daughter, my oldest daughter's dog. Nice. Her name is Doppler, as in the radar, the weather radar. Sure. I, anyway, that's <laughs> what the dog's name is. And okay. Dops for short. Got it. Please RSVP with a woof. Dear Dops, you are invited for 2 p.m. on Saturday, March 5th at our house down the street. Refreshments will be served, ice cubes, water, and treats. Please bring your owner. Gifts are not requested, but if you feel neighborly, sticks, yummies, and poop bags would be appreciated. Nyla bones are optional. We hope you will rub noses at the door and not pee on the carpet. We will play games, tug of war with the stuffed bunny. Who can gather the most socks? Who will finish my birthday dog's lunch? Prizes will be awarded appropriately. Fondling of ears and cheeks, patting and petting of the birthday dog and others will be allowed. Snoozes will then afford owners chat time. All dogs' birthday parties are surprise parties. <laughs> Wonderful. Doppler. Nyla Bones yeah. are optional. Doppler is a big <laughs> uh, English golden retriever. Okay. And several of the other dogs at the birthday party were of the same breed. So they're big, but they're very friendly. And they had a good party. They did. They did. <laughs> Great. What else have you got? I us? brought a poem called Fascination, and it's from my latest book, which is called Hiccups Haunt Wilson Avenue. Wilson Avenue being the street that I grew up um, on in mm -hmm. Chicago mm -hmm. until I was 10 years old. So, And then we moved to a suburb, and this is Fascination. On the elm-lined streets of Chicago's north side, sunlight filters speckling sidewalks. Around the block, friends call, ring their bike bells insistently. A skinny worm crosses the puzzle of light pattern in front of me. I sit down and watch, slowing Saturday to a crawl. That's Very from Hiccups. Nice. Fascination, right? With mm -hmm. the skinny worm? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the last poem that I brought to share um, is about my my first sea about Lake Michigan. Okay. And um, during the pandemic, I've tried to get down to see the lake as often as I can because it changes every day. It changes every hour, and it's, it's fascinating to me. It's true. <clears throat> A Lake Michigan Morning. 
This morning, beams of sunlight smash-crash the lake, change azure to silver glitter sprinkles, break blue into diamond shine. A lone white gull swoop-mines the treasure, catches the day's essence, collects gems, and in glory soars skyward. Very nice. Thank you. Oh, that's beautiful. I love uh, some of your fun, the fun you were having with language. Smash, crash, glitter sprinkles. You do that a lot in your I do. I like to make up words. Yes, I love that. (laughs) And like I said before, I love the humor and... Thank you. And uh, thank you for bringing those poems today. Sure, thank you. You, um, you have something coming up in May, right, that you wanted to to share. Tell right. us about the May event. This is a public service announcement. Yes, let's hear it. <laughs> um, on May 14th, it's a Saturday, from 10 o'clock in the morning until noon, at Maywood Environmental Park, which is on Miller Road in Sheboygan, uh, Wisconsin, there's going to be the 10th Annual Language of Nature Poetry Reading and Discussion. Three of us poets, two of whom uh, Lisa has interviewed previously, Mary Ann Hurt, Georgia Ressmeyer, and then myself, we come to Maywood and read poetry that's nature-oriented from various authors, uh, various poets. And then we also read some of our own nature poetry. And we invite the public to come. Don't have to be a writer, don't have to be a poet, but if you would want to bring something, bring a poem that's nature-oriented, done by a favorite poet or some written material or something that you've done, that would be great. So 10 until 12 on May 14th at Maywood in Sheboygan, and there's going to be treats. We always make cookies or, you know, have coffee and tea. And, and it's, it's, it's in a beautiful room that with big picture windows so that you can look out um, over, the, over the landscape of, of the natural world at Maywood. So I hope yeah. everybody, anybody that wants to come will oh, be happy a, to see you. Yeah, it's a wonderful event. I've been to it a couple times and always enjoyed it. Thank you. And it's it's a great yeah, we had to thing. we had to put it off for 2 years because yes. yeah, so the 10th I mean it could this be is... really the 12th <laughs> annual but instead it's the 10th annual. Oh, so. well, it's I'm I'm glad it's making its comeback. Yeah. And um, now, if people were interested in your poetry, do, do you have a website? Or? You know, I don't, and it's something that I, it's probably should be on my to-do list. But, <laughs> you know, if people wanted to write me at my email address, that would be fine. And um, is that your name, right? It's my name, Marilyn Zelke Window, all lowercase, all run together, at gmail.com. So they so. can, when they see your story, when they see the, the post on the um Facebook or on the library's sure. page, they'll know how to spell your name. So it's right. just your whole your three names <laughs> right. at gmail.com. That's right. That's, That's right. wonderful. Yeah. Well, it's been great having you here today. And um, yeah, thank you for sharing your work. Well, thank you for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you, listener, for joining us. If you have any ideas for the show, please reach out to me at poetlaureatesheboygan at gmail.com and join us again next time for Poetry On Air. You have been listening to Poetry On Air, hosted by Sheboygan's Poet Laureate, Lisa Vihos. Questions or comments can be directed to Lisa at poetlaureatesheboygan at gmail.com. 
Poetry on Air is produced in the studios at Reed Public Library in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. More information on the web at meadpl.org. Thank you.